Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mindshare Mentorship Podcast. My name is Kevin Whelan. Thanks as always for joining me. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about case studies. So case studies are one of the more more powerful forms of proof. And ultimately one of the big beliefs I have is, uh, is pr- you know, prove that you can accomplish the things that you claim to be able to do. And the more you can just use proof, the less actual marketing you need to do in order to to convince someone to, to, to hire you as a consultant. So case studies are a big one. I've been pretty busy the last year, year and a half or so, and I really haven't spent any time kind of going back and, and writing case studies. I've now put it in my kind of recurring tasks kind of system to do one of these at least every quarter, you know, if not more frequently, but at least every quarter I can commit to. And so that's kind of where my head's at. Now, how do you create case studies? What I want to do is create an efficient way to be able to create them, something that is high level, but also specific and something that kind of demonstrates maybe the before and after or what did we accomplish and what were the results ultimately. So there's there's a few ways I do that. And there's a few ways I go back in time and to figure out, well, what did we accomplish? Because some of my engagements last multiple months. They last uh, usually around, if not longer than a year on average. And many of them many years. I've got clients dating back to 2017, I think. And so there's kind of a, you know, uh, there's a lot that gets accomplished even in a six or seven month window, as well as a one or two year plus window. So how do you do that? So I I go and I do it. Well, first of all, I, I organize my, my, my consulting business using a few different tools. So I'll get into that today uh, a little bit. And one of the tools that I use is a call notes document. So when I first kick off with a client, I get them to set up a Google Drive folder so that they own that folder because you can't transfer the rights of a folder. Uh, You can change the owner of files within that folder, just not the folder. So I get my client to set up that folder in a Google Drive account. And then I bring in a few different templates and a few different notes kind of uh, documents as a template. So things would be like a call notes document, um, my onboarding questionnaire, KPI document, uh, some recurring tasks and standard operating procedures and a few other pieces that become part of sort of the way I deliver consulting and the way the client then manages their system. So what I do when looking for a historical reference of all the things that I've been able to accomplish with the client, I start with the call notes and the call notes, uh, I, I basically usually I'm the one writing those call notes, although sometimes the client will be diligent and write their own, uh, but oftentimes they're not. And I use that as a tool to both reference what we talked about, uh, to make tangible my ideas. So rather than just saying a thing, I write it down or have them write it down in the call notes document. So we're both looking at something written down and we understand the, clearly what the steps are that are required. Uh, and who's responsible, what are the commitments and takeaways from those conversations. So that's what I do in in the call notes. But the benefit of that is that not only do I get to pick up where we left off every single call, it kind of forms the basis for our discussion. Uh, It also gives you a history of all the things that we worked through and accomplished. So that's the first place that I look for. And I try to write down all the things at a high level. What do we do, right? What was the accomplishments that we were able to, to, to capture? So that's the first place. Another place that I'll look is the KPI document. And the KPI document's a little bit different because it shows us the data and it shows us what were the outcomes. And usually the outcomes are boiled down to what was your cost per lead and what was your cost per new client acquisition? How much did you spend on your marketing as a percent of total revenue, uh, which is an indicator of marketing efficiency and a few other uh, revenue details. Now, if you are in the Mindshare community, you can go into the resources section in the community and you'll find this KPI document in there somewhere. Uh, So that's a great place to kind of go and you should have that dialed in for your client by the time you wrap up your engagement. And that also lets you say, what is the end state? What was the best or the moving average um, 
over the last, you know, six or three or four or whatever months, uh, results that we were able to capture for them. Now I may even check in later on and see if those have improved and then update it. So checking in six months later and saying, yeah, we've even got, they carried on with our strategy and they were able to reduce the cost per lead or cost per acquisition down to X. The KPI document is only one place you can go look for them for those kind of outcomes focused, that's that's the business outcomes and that's what, what clients are usually coming to you for. You may want to look at other statistical things like, you know, increased uh, overall organic search rankings by 20% or, you know, increase this page speed by 90 or 100% or whatever the, whatever the thing is. Um, so there may be some more tactical outcomes and those are fine too. So whatever you've accomplished, see if you can find any, you know, corollary uh, like outcome that maps to that thing. Uh, so redesigned a website. What were the results? Did you increase conversion rates? Did you, you know, time on page, pages per visit, search engine rankings? You know, did you roll out a content strategy? And if so, how did that affect conversions? How did that affect overall site traffic? Whatever the, the number, whatever the number is that you can tie to that, if there is one, not all of them have numbers. So I look at the call notes. I look at the KPI document. I'll look in Google analytics for some of that, those, those things. So if we did this, then what, what, what are, what are indications of success? And is there a number that we can apply to that? Um, because the outcome that we're trying to accomplish is what did you do and what were the results and have them be two distinct columns that kind of say, here's what we did and here's some of the key highlight results. Now, the things you do do not always need to draw a straight line to the results, although you ideally want to kind of use that as an indication of here's all the stuff we did, but here's kind of the outcome and here's how it benefited the, the client overall. So those that's the end state we're trying to go for. So I use call notes for that, the KPI document to get some of those business kind of numbers. Um, I look at Google analytics as well and, uh, and find all that good stuff. I may also look at things like Google ads or other ad platforms, whatever, it doesn't really matter, but any of those kind of analytics type things. Now in terms of figuring out in other places, you know, what did life look like before and what did life look like after I use my onboarding questionnaire, which has a lot of questions and that's also available in the community. You just go to the resources section and find that document. And that onboarding questionnaire asks a lot of questions around key specific metrics, like how many leads per month are you getting and um, what's the lifetime value? And sometimes clients know this and sometimes they don't, but it allows you to look there and then compare that with your KPI document and see like what is the the difference between where they started and where they ended up because that can also be a key highlight or a key outcome. Uh, so yeah, any, anyway, there's lots that can be pulled from that onboarding questionnaire in terms of taking a snapshot and a benchmark of where the client was when they started working with you and then allows you to kind of measure where they are today and then kind of see the difference. So that's why that document is also very important for you in addition to being a great auditing tool and downloading of the client's situation into your, into your head so that you, you, you run as soon as you start working with them. That's why that doc is so important. So I look there, uh, and the call notes and the KPI document, Google analytics, Google ads, wherever else, uh, the key numbers are. And, and then I'll look in the, my Trello board. So what I've been doing, I used to use this in Basecamp. Clients didn't really like using Basecamp or they didn't, you know, logging in was a pain and whatever. So I've kind of moved a lot of my methodology over into Trello. And what it is, is basically it's a breakdown of all the things I like to accomplish from onboarding to strategy, to platform, to content, to, um, to advertising, to, uh, you know, optimizations and measurements. So everything that I accomplished through with a client is sort of the infrastructure for running a good marketing program. I, I, I have as a, as a checklist item and, and, and some of it has descriptions and training that is associated with it. And some of it is just like, do this. And that's obvious. Um, my goal is to make that really beefy so that someone could almost run, like build out their own marketing program using my Trello board. That would be the ideal state. That's my methodology, if you will. 
Um, but I look in there to see all the boxes that we checked because I, I check those as we go and I make sure that they're all kind of done. Uh, and it allows me to kind of plan what we're going to focus on and work on next. And I go in a general order, but not always in a straight line. So the Trello board is a really great track record and history point as well to look back on and see, um, uh, to see, you know, what, what we accomplished at the end of the day. So those are the places that I go. And that's why it's so important to have call notes, to have an onboarding questionnaire, to have a KPI document, to use a methodology and to put that methodology into a, a Trello board that makes it easy to check the boxes as to being done. Uh, I look at Google analytics and Google ads, all those stuff. So once I've gathered all this information, like I said before, you want to, you want to put this into two kind of columns. One is what do we do and what were the results? Now, the, the, to me, the format of the case study is the beginning is like describe the the challenge and the situation that the client was in. Uh, describe the, the, you know, the final solution, if you will, the, the, you know, here's what we worked together for six months or a year. And then here's, here's what we did and here were the results. Um, so that's kind of the general format is provide kind of some introduction to the, to the project at large, talk about the things you did, talk about the results. And then at the bottom of that, you know, or anywhere you want, uh, have a client testimonial there that really describes in detail the value of the client got and, and or if you work with a marketing manager and the business owner, can you get a testimonial from both to kind of show that you're, you work great with marketing managers and you work great with business owners. And that's something I look for as well, because they, they usually have different perspectives on the work you do, uh, you generally in hopefully positive, um, but that really helps as well. So what does the client manager perspective look like? And what does the client, like the business owner, CEO uh, perspective look like. So that's it. You know, I really introduction, what do we do? What do we accomplish? And the more specific you can be in terms of outcomes, the better, uh, any kind of numbers like grew revenue, recurring revenue by 50%, you know, decreased bounce rate, increased, uh, conversions, uh, increased, um, uh, like customer lifetime value, decreased cost per lead, decreased cost per acquisition, decreased uh, marketing spend as a percent of overall revenue, increased pipeline by 50%, like whatever those numbers are. And then feel free to check in again in six months or so to see if those numbers have improved because those would be a, a lagging indication that the work you've done is paying off continuing in the future. So there might be ways to just check in with your past clients as a, as a means of ensuring that everything is working really well and they have no questions. And then would love to update the stats if there's any other kind of wins you've accomplished since then that are related to the work that you did. So those are it. Those are it. Uh, the format is describe the general project and the situation, how you helped. And then with two columns is what do we do? What do we call? And what, were the, what was the results of that? And then uh, a, a client testimonial from the business owner and the marketing manager if possible. Um, and that's it. And get permission to publish all of this stuff. Never publish a case study without asking your clients for their full explicit permission. Show it to your client. Uh, they, they're generally very happy to do that for you, especially if there's no proprietary kind of secret stuff in there. Uh, don't focus too much on you know, their before state if it was really ugly before you, 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 you showed up. That's why I don't always say like had an ugly website as a before and then redesigned a website and then the results were X. It's more just we redesigned a website, the results were X as opposed to focusing on how deficient things were before. Like, you know, weren't, didn't even know, didn't even have Google Analytics installed. Like you don't want to put that on there because that can be kind of a, a sore note. Uh, nobody wants to kind of talk about how deficient they were at certain things before they worked with you. So what did you accomplish? What, what, was, what were the results that you got? So that's what I'm going to be working on uh, for this next little while. I'm going to try to pull together a few different case studies and um, I'll show you when I do just as a proof of concept and an example to show you what I mean. Uh, and I'm going to plan this. So part of what I'm trying to do now is build a system for myself the same way I have a methodology, which is how I operate and all the things I want to get done in the course of my engagement and all the boxes I want to check. 
I have a system that I try to install with the clients so that the client knows what do I need to do every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, uh, or biannually. So just like clients have a system and I bring my methodology, I also need a system. And, uh, that's, that's the other part is, you know, so I'm, I'm putting case studies into my quarterly system so that I, in, you know, I do a daily blog and I do, I try to get three, three pod- podcasts, these, these audios uh, out a week. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm just trying to kind of put these things into my, into my calendar and into my, my own system, which I'm going to be putting into Trello as well. Um, so going to do case studies once a quarter, I recommend you do the same, but obviously pick a frequency that makes the most sense for you. So I hope that helps. That's case studies in a nutshell. I think it doesn't need to be complicated. You can do a lot of this just from your memory, um, and then talk with, talk through with your clients, get it signed off on, get a good testimonial from the manager and or the CEO if you can, um, and then ask for permission to use their logo on your website and other collateral, uh, just in case, you know, clients we've worked with kind of thing. So I hope that helps. Uh, I have a saying, I say, I used to say kill them with proof, but it kind of felt a little bit too brutal. So the, the real thing is win them with proof. And the more proof you have, the more your marketing speaks for itself through telling stories and examples rather than beefing yourself up and, and hyping yourself up rather, um, the better off you're going to be in terms of closing people and looking good on paper, which is another sort of fundamental belief I have is if you look good on paper, people are going to trust that the best way they can, you, that you can look on paper is to prove that you've been effective in the past, uh, based on what you've done and what you've, what the results of that work has, has been. So have at it. Let me know if you've done any case studies recently. And, uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.